Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. It's every Thursday, already know. a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two, three, four. What would you talk about on your uh, on your podcast? Five, seven, eight. Hello, nine, seven, eleven. Elvis Duran presents. 12, 13, 14, 15. The fifteen minute morning show. Fifteen minute morning show podcast. We fit more people in here than ever before. Yay! <laughs> but it, except for one person, Scotty, in the other room. Hi, Scotty. Yeah, I can't fit in there. Oh. And here's Gandhi. Hello. And here's Gary. What up? And here's Garrett. Our special guest, David Katz, is here. David Katz! I apologize in advance. <laughs> here's, here's Danielle. Hello. Here's uh, Nate. Hello. And uh, hi, how are you? All right, where do we start? Let's start with our special guest, David. Terrific. W- what well, say you, David? What say me? Can we talk about fate? Yes. So, normally when I would come down to the radio station, I would take the subway. This morning at a doctor's appointment, I'm going, do I want to walk all the way back to the subway to come here? No, I'm going to take a cab. So I take a cab. And we turn down 55th Street, and a truck is backing out, blocking traffic. Do I want to stay in the cab, or should I get out and walk? I got out and walked. As I'm waiting at 55th and 5th Avenue to cross over, someone goes, Hey, Dave Katz! It was a fraternity brother of mine from college. Wow. Wow. <gasps> Hadn't seen him in 25 years. Wow. Had I not done all of those things, yeah. I would not have seen him. And interesting enough, he manages buildings for a living. He manages this building. Oh, really? Whoa. Yeah. What? Can you have an in? Can you give us a discount? I'm going to try. <laughs> and I get 10%. So let's talk about it. <laughs> yes, David. Okay, but you see, not to th- throw uh, throw this out the window, but let's say fate had, had played a different hand and you had stayed in the cab. Who's to say that you wouldn't uh, have hopped out of the cab when you got here and ran into another friend who owed you $100,000 they've been trying to find you for years. <laughs> oh. 
True. A distinct possibility, <laughs> considering how many friends owe me that money. I don't know. Do you ever think about, like, if I left the house one second earlier, yeah. I may yeah. have been yeah. hit by a car that, who, uh-huh. that may oh, have yeah. run a stop sign. And and may you, have, yeah, hurt. all the time. Have you seen the movie Sliding Doors? Yes, yeah. that's what I was just thinking. That's exactly. I think yeah. ever since I saw that movie, that's all I think about all yeah, the time. Same, just, just the other day, I was literally driving behind a car, and somebody exited off the parkway and slammed into the car in front of me. If I got in front of that car a little bit earlier, it would have been me. So yeah. it's just things just work out the way they're yeah. supposed to, I guess. I had a David situation. I had a David situation yesterday. So normally I leave uh, as soon as the show's over after I get all my work done. But I, I was staying around working on uh, some back end stuff on the app, and Gandhi's like, "Hey, can I get a ride home?" So I waited until you guys were done with your production. As we're walking out. I ran into a guy I haven't seen in nine years. He he lived in New York and he moved to L.A. and he just happened to be getting a juice and walked on the same corner. We literally stopped as we were crossing the street and we're like, "Todd, awesome. Garrett, yeah. I know." But wow. one minute off, it, of no, course, yeah. seconds. Huh. Ned Not Ryerson. <laughs> <laughs> Ned Ryerson. Groundhog Day. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) David Katz knows every line from every movie ever made before the year 1987. (laughs) Stephen Kobluwoski, a Carney Award winner. Thank you very much. (laughs) That's David. David would get mad at me. He'll go, How do you not know that line? Yeah, we'd be riding in traffic. He'll go, What do you say, Martha? What movie is that from? (laughs) (laughs) And I go, What what do you say, Martha? I don't know. And he hit me. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you didn't watch Back to the Future? <laughs> or, you know, inserts old, old movie line here. <laughs> do you do that to your wife, too? Oh, yeah. You know which one I do with her? From the movie Trading Places. They certainly are a musical people, aren't they? <laughs> yes, my wife is Bayesian. I can say those things. Okay. And she laughs, thank God. But I do do it to her. Okay. <laughs> All you do is just... I bet she she probably abuses you 15 times more than you abuse her. She and the dogs combined. Yeah, okay. I've been yeah. trying to talk people out of getting multiple dogs. Yes. You know, <laughs> yes. I've, got, I'm, I've got two. I love them. Well, Obviously, it, I failed. David, uh, Skiri, and myself had a lovely man date <laughs> yeah. uh, last week, and it was a great little bonding experience for the three of us. We had a little bit of bacon, a little bit of steak, oh, saw yeah. a show. A little it was bit a good of bacon time. in my life. Sorry, <laughs> I heard was, you play that song yep. earlier. You know what? And I was about to say along those lines, it was nice to get out of the monotony of this same people that I always hang out with. Like, I have my Hoboken friends here. Like Jetski Brian and... and Jetski Brian and Falco and and Indian Matt, those guys. And then I got my Brooklyn friends over there. (laughs) And Tattletail Tony. And I have my girlfriend and then I have my family. Fuckstick Frankie. (laughs) (laughs) How's Fuckstick doing? (laughs) (laughs) Prosciutto Pat. Prosciutto Pat. When did Fuckstick Frankie join the group? one One of your friends' names. So, so yeah, so I, it was just nice because the dynamic and the chemistry is different because I switched up my group because I usually don't have dinner with David very often or Nate. Mm-hmm. So the three of us came together. I'm like, this was kind of fun. I would like to do this again sometime yeah. because it brought new conversation into my world or, or different types of things. Well, that's that good. Discussing. And next time for a foursome, bring fuckstick with you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. That was my point. <laughs> I digress. How's it going in there, Scotty? It's going great. I'm just trying to not have dead air here for a second. Uh, oh. Uh, yeah, Scotty's still working. We're just yeah. playing. Yeah, well, I mean, that's why that's uh, people don't understand. Like, well, why don't you hang out with them? I'm still running the show in here while you guys are doing that, so I have to kind of be in here and paying attention. It's not that we smell. <laughs> no, not today. We're having all this fun. <laughs> Without you. <laughs> what movie is that from? 
<laughs> no, good. Quick. Scotty got a new toy he's excited about in there. What'd you get? I wouldn't call it a toy. I stole a mail cart from another floor because I'm just trying to find some place to put all my cereal because it's gathering on the floor and well, it's I'm out of space. I heard that's becoming a problem. Yeah, what? it's a fire hazard. What's going on? Who said that? Well, Who told you that? Apparently, a problem. Well, what? what? <laughs> uh, oh, somebody told me. That you've got a little hoarding situation going on in there now. Well, I mean, it's just it's cereal. It's not really well, hoarding. Problem by, Who's is, the somebody that is told you? I'm not asking them to, is someone asking him to clean it out? Or they're just commenting on the fact he's a slob? That. B. Oh, oh, oh yeah. That sounds like something okay. Andrew would say. I'm not divulging <laughs> my source. I was going to say the word rat. Is that part of the problem with uh, um, the attraction to vermin you know believe it or not oh. last when we had the cereal library in the old studio there was never any roaches never cereal a roach library not even an ant because the, the, the cereal was so old and, and <laughs> nasty the mice didn't even want to get near it <laughs> i just i don't know what to do with it i'm running into a problem again here because the boxes are piling up can't throw it out then you gotta you gotta why, police that. I don't understand you why you didn't get though. shelves. Weren't you getting shelves? I was told I wasn't allowed to. Who told you that? David beginning. just met his college roommate. I'll call him. Yeah, but I <laughs> he no, but the from, building. I said from the beginning that what we should do in the kitchen down the hall is we should put those cereal dispensers, and after we try them, I'll dump them into the dispenser and let people here eat them. Oh, you yeah. know, with the knobby things. The knobby. And I'll we, just keep refilling is them there with a different cereal violation there. And plus, we can't have nice things. <laughs> but can we go back to why you said why can't you throw them out? You said you can't throw them out. Because it's I, I I have a cereal podcast. I can't throw the cereal away. Wait, I don't know. You've done this. You've tested the cereal. You yes. tried it. Yes. You some of them you've hated. It's why gone. Can't, why can't I, you know what? It's probably something in my brain that won't allow me to do that. It's nostalgia. Oh. Hoarding. It's also so wasteful though, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, to just try yeah. lots of cereal and then yeah, throw I won't away. throw it. I don't why, want to throw it out. Why can't you just put a couple of boxes in the kitchen and like see because for some, because something in my head tells me that I have to keep the Scotty, box. Scotty, I'm with uh. you, and it's the same thing. Like, like for instance, like le- like with legacy electronic equipment for me, I have to have see my CD players and my tape decks and my yeah. turntables. I can't get rid Wait, of them. You call them a legacy. Equipment? It's, it's called legacy equipment, and that—that's the old school analog stuff. That's like you know an actual physical, res, you know, AM FM radio. Uh, you know, a do you still have an eight track player? I don't have an eight track. But oh no, oh my god! But I do have a reel to reel, an audio reel to reel, and I have two movie projectors from my aunt, my great aunt Millie, and my parents. And I refuse to part with this stuff, and it's sitting in storage. I'll never use it. You don't listen to the media on that stuff anymore. Right, I'll come phone. over. We can watch some Super 8 movie films. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's it's, it's all porn, right? Similarly. <laughs> no. Scotty, Sim- yeah. if you give me your boxes, I'll make you something out of it. I, be, I have hundreds of them. Give them to me. Okay. What are you going to do, a collage or yeah. something like that? I'll make you something that hang behind you. Okay, I will do that. How about a scrap? I would love that because this wall is, is bare. I need something. Give them to me. Done. Okay. Good idea. Thank you. That's a good idea. Yeah. See? Problem solving. It's a sickness, yeah. though. You want to sell that like movie projector? Yeah, yeah. I'll give it to you for free. Okay. My, my mom <laughs> said that my grandpa used to watch this movie on a movie projector, and it was this girl. She was belly dancing, and she was topless. Ooh. And she would always tell my mom, he would always tell my mom, you can't watch this movie, but she always knew what it was. And so when he wasn't around, she'd sneak the movie. <laughs> and that was like the first like porn back then <laughs> with the topless dancer on the was it like movie an projector. Aunt? I don't know. Like your, <laughs> no, it wasn't an aunt. Was it somebody we knew, but it was an actual movie. It was like on a, a reel? Yeah, it was like a reel. Oh, you can give it to Scary. Yeah, you want to watch it. Yeah, yeah but we have, I, we, our family, we have old family movies on Super 8, no sound, you know, you got to run it through the machine, yeah. and we still have the projector somewhere. I think I think I should probably transfer it at some point before you it falls apart. To, Did you yeah. ever have those yeah. family nights? 
I mean, we're old enough to, that you know we'd sit up in the in the playroom, we'd put up the screen, the projector, and watch those great home movies without any sound. Did you did you guys do that yeah. at all? Yes, of course. Yeah, yes. How much fun was so that? much? And who in this room is old enough to remember when the movie projector came into your classroom on the media card? Uh-huh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Remember that? Yes. I, I thought my Nintendo sixty four was old. <laughs> and the thing would, go, ch- 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 yeah. ch- it would come off the reel, and everybody's like, "Hello." <laughs> How about when there was a slideshow and it beeped and you'd, you'd go, change it, and it was your job to change the slide yes, projector. and you always wanted to be the kid. Yeah. Whenever they wanted to volunteer, I'd be like, me, I want to push the button. Yeah. Oh, get so excited. It was on a record and it would beep. The media geeks. Yes. That's the name. Right. The AV club. <laughs> the AV club. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. Did any of, you, any of you ever work in the cafeteria at, at school? No. They'd, no. They, had, they would make like one or two kids per week like do detail in the... What, yeah. AP duty? Really? Jail? Yeah, I would get, get out. paid? I was like, I'm not going to do that. I got out of it every single time. Wow. I would, my mom would call in sick, so I'm going to have to go to school. Oh, wait a second. I was the chocolate milk monitor. Because to make sure the kids... Oh, I had That makes so much sense. They wouldn't, allow, job. They wouldn't <laughs> allow kids to... Because to, the, 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 the regular milk and the chocolate milk, they wouldn't allow the kids <clears> to reach their hands in because they were going to take two or three. So I would have to stand there and hand it and put it on their tray so they wouldn't go near the refrigerator. So I was the chocolate the milk chocolate guy. Milk. And how oh, about safety patrol? Did I was any of you say, on the that was the worst safety squad. I was on the safety patrol. the safety patrol. I was the sergeant. I would yell oh. at kids for running in the you hallway, would, you take would their be names a down. Sergeant. People and, hated yes, them. you would be the sergeant in a safety Dude, patrol. In, where I grew up, the safety monitor like had their underwear pulled over their head and stuff. Yeah, my lungs. badge was a different color because you had a badge? I was. I was yeah. Every we had a sash with a badge. Someone got we to go badges. to the crosswalk, and I would write kids' names uh, down for running in the hall. Of course you did. You <laughs> know. I was yeah. also the pullout monitor. We used to have quiet, quiet like lunch periods sometimes, <laughs> and I used to walk around, and and if I saw people talking, I'm like, get out. And then they used to have to go to the front row. Wait, wait, hold on. They what? would put you in that position? Yeah. See, that's not cool. That's not nice. My school was like that. We had like four or five of us walking around. And, <laughs> and I you was said yes to as it? As a senior. As a senior. And I'd be like, you. You two. Get out. Get out. And then... And you then, as a bouncer is kind of funny to me. Yeah. And then, we, <laughs> then when, when we went outside to play, those kids who were not eating their lunch silently... They had to go stand against the wall. Why? For the rest of the Nazi Then they would shoot them. They would beat them with baseball bats. Wait a minute. Lunch lunch is supposed to be a place where you can let it all out. Why would you stop kids from talking? There was the cold lunch kids and the hot lunch kids. (laughs) The cold lunch kids weren't allowed to talk? The cold lunch kids and the hot lunch kids, while they were the first 25 minutes, they had to be silent. Why? I don't know. Stupid. And the younger kids had to have put their heads down like this. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. What the fuck did you go to school? PS 204. Oh, my God. It sounds like oh, a lot of fun. It. And, then, and, then, and then you went outside, and then it, the people got to play. The kids got to play, but not everyone got to play. The ones who had to, were pulled out by the pullout monitors had to like stand against the wall. For you the would whole... consciously steal recess what? from people? It wasn't recess. Yeah, it was lunch. <gasps> would people pay you off? Scary. No, but I... That seems like the Brooklyn way. I, yeah. I gotta be honest. Did that not go on in any no, other no, 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 no. Well, not that we're aware of. And how the name Pull Out Anthony hasn't yeah. stuck over the years is beyond me. <laughs> they were strict as hell, man. That's really? crazy. Yeah. You know what I used to do at lunch? 
the little milk cartons that you would you would get for lunch was a quarter, whatever it was. The our um, cafeteria had those walls that would fold out so they could make it, you know, another room. You know, those walls that the accordion yes. walls, retractable walls. So we would each get containers of milk and we would pull the wall out just a little bit and put it inside one of the folds. Then we would all go up against the wall and smush it, and milk would just flow all over the floor. See, you, you should have gone to school with Scary. You needed discipline. Yeah. Yeah. You been standing against a wall in no time. Scary would pull you out so quickly. Yeah, right. And it would Ew. out. And it would Love continue in middle school too with Mr. Orsini. He was he was the gym teacher who presided over lunch and he'd be like pass the line of demarcation and enter the halls of nutrition and then everyone would run in what, what a, this was my people this sounds like an acid trip yeah what a shitty fucking school like, <laughs> you rapid mastication is bad for you but that's what he used to do what I mean, I'm not making this shit up yeah, he was telling you you're eating too fast yeah. rapid mastication rapid, rapid mastication <laughs> the All effects right. of rapid did you go to school in the 30s <laughs> they, that's how they spoke that was middle school nah, <laughs> We're gonna, you're eating too fast there, kiddo. Slow down there, eh? We gotta get out of here. Yeah, we do. We've learned way too much. I'm gonna go stand in the corner. Yes, up against the wall. <laughs> scary, yeah, kick us out. Way too fast. Oh kick us out, Scary. Alright, bye. The 15-Minute Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. It's every Thursday, already know. a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.